to the Maria Fraile podcast. I'm a high vibrational life coach with a focus on wellness and manifestation. If you love energy, spiritual mindset, manifestation and health on a super high and modern vibe, girl, then this is your podcast. Living a high vibe lifestyle allows you to experience life to its fullest while practicing self-love and manifesting all of your desires. Each episode is a raw and unfiltered coffee chat with me where we get to explore what really means to live on a high vibration and live the life you dream about. Thank you for joining. Let's get down to it. Hey babe, and welcome to the 14th episode of the Maria Fraile podcast, Secrets for a High Vibrational Lifestyle. Today, we're talking about a nitty-gritty topic, which is the fear management. And oh my goodness sake, there's so much information out there about fear, about limiting beliefs, about how fears are created, what fears mean. Like some people think that the fear is evil and it comes from your ego and it's something that we should just overcome and start going with the flow. And there's other people that they think that fear is the best friend and they need to feel it and they need to learn from it and everything that it's a fear, then you need to go to it twice because that's going to help you learn from it and grow and you're meant to fear. So what is actually what I think energetically from a vibrational point of view? If you're new here, welcome. I'm an energy mentor. I work with vibrations. I address the root cause. I address your energy levels from a very modern vibe. I'm just a modern girl that traveled the world, has a lot of experiences to share with people and honestly had found herself, her honest, most authentic, true life mission in her energy, in her soul, in rejoicing what her soul came to be. I feel like there's, again, this is what I was saying in the last episode, but it's like there's a lot of misinformation about what your spirit looks like and feels like and what is it. And in Western countries, I feel like we've completely forgotten to tune into our soul. We've completely undervalued what soul means. And we think it's just getting into a meditative state or it's something that religious people do when they go to church on Sundays or on Saturdays or whatever religion they follow. And we kind of like overvalue our mind and the ability to make decisions with our mind. And the truth is that this just show us that it, we're not going in the right place because look around you there's so many rare diseases coming up every single day every single year there's viruses we can't control we can't explain when they come from there's uh, pains in our body that they don't have a physical real normal logical explanation and we cannot get it with our mind and with uh, our modern quote-unquote society and science right so why don't we start paying attention to other ways of living why don't we just open our mind our bodies and ourselves to what we already know is working and the experience that I have with people when I share my story I want to share my knowledge about energy mentoring about vibrational living is that something within them is rejoicing already something within them knows and wants to learn more about what I say because it feels like something in their soul is awakened for the first time in their freaking life which is what happened to me when I was in New York and I felt completely drawn rock bottom um something within you completely feels that way it feels like oh my gosh I feel like somebody finally had a look at me for the first time and recognized me right because we're not just bodies and we're not just minds and we're not just souls either if I was gonna talk about our soul spiritually and I'll go to retreat myself and live in a seminar I would not be doing any help for humanity and I would not be doing any um, goodness for the world because we're one we are body mind and soul and it's not 
Um, this concept is not something that they do in Ayurveda in India or the monks do in Buddhism and they just meditate all day. It's something that you need to implement in your life if you want to get somewhere, if you want to start bringing ease into your life, if you want to start attracting the right relationships, the right partner, if you want to start attracting financial abundance into your life, if you want to manifest all of your desires with it, with ease, if you want to be healthy, living a fantastic body that lives for 100 years. But overall, and most importantly, if you want to grow, if you want to help other people to grow up, you want to better the world. Like this is so powerful, babes, that this is for me the real women empowerment and the real world empowerment. It's not about sharing 63, 58, um, 100 affirmations about how much you love yourself and how much you love um, the way that you look and like listening to Cardi B songs about women being the, sh sorry, the, the freaking amazing uh, world. Um, you know, it's about honoring who you came here to be, being authentic to that, honoring that part of yourself so that you can help others in the exercise of doing that to do so as well so that we can all help the world to become a better place so that we can all bring more good vibrations into our life instead of just letting the old ones run the world that we live so that was a pretty big introduction that i wanted to say um if you want to learn more about these things again follow me on social media and maria farley coach but also what i would highly recommend you to do is check out my teachable courses i do have an amazing recently launched 21 in 2021 prepare and protect your energy guide which is a 21 day challenge which i'm gonna link in the show notes as well and this is just a super quick and easy introductory guide for you to understand what vibrations are and how they relate with your body your soul our mind the limited beliefs that you grew up with uh since you were a kid the conditioning that we've been exposed to in the world and it's super 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 quick and easy it's like literally what less than 10 minutes a day that you need to dedicate to do this uh four questions for self-awareness and self-reflection and then it has a lot of golden tools that you get to use on the daily for like kind of like easing yourself into this lifestyle and then if you are an advanced advanced babe right just definitely shoot me a message to maria at maria.sfriday.com. I got you and I can send you way more information about exclusive one-on-one high-vibe coaching with me to get deep, deep, deep into your energy mentoring. But again, today we're diving into the main topic, which is the fear management and how you can actually start managing your fears. Their fears, we were talking about it in the mind part, when we were talking about our mind. So when you grow in a world with certain limiting beliefs and limiting conditioning and you accept them and you grow with them over the time those limiting beliefs turn out to be your fears because uh, they end up controlling your life and it's something so irrational that for example i listened the other day to dr Martini said that his explanation for fear is like some something similar to a phobia and it's true, like at the end of the day, every fear that you have has the potential to turn into a phobia that doesn't let you do what you want to do, that paralyzes you from achieving your goals or achieving uh, the ultimate reality that you want to bring into your life, right? And from today, I'm going to approach this situation from a very logical and biological, physical sort of way of speaking, but I'm also going to explain it from my energetic point of view because that's who I am and I kind of like encompasses all of them together, right? So from an energetic point of view, I use always human design, you know, as a roadmap for your energy and your energy type. Your fears come from your spleen. A stress can come from the root, from pressure, but especially anxiety and depression and all your fears of rejection, of failure, of judgment, 
of not being good enough, in inadequacy, of living a meaningless life. All those fears, they lie in your spleen. When we kind of like discussed in the last episode that when you have a defined emotional center, that means that you create energy there. And if you have it undefined, that means that you don't. You're just here to amplify other people's emotions so that you can help them to guide themselves better towards there. So the truth is that it happens the same for any, 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 Maria, your throat. What's going on, babe, today? But yeah, basically, it happens the same thing for any energy center. When your spleen is defined, again, I highly recommend you to go check out the Jovian archive so that you can see your chart and see exactly as I'm going through it. Um, what I mean is that when you have the spleen defined, you create energy in your fears so you create consistent energy around the fears and sometimes those fears have been passed on to generations because the theory of epigenetics and now we're recognizing in science space that we're not only conditioning our kids from the age zero to seven to believe and act and fear certain things but also our fears are being passed through our generational inheritance to our kids especially from your grandparents that's how we pass into our fears if they have certain fears within them and they haven't been addressed and they haven't been cured and they haven't been solved they're gonna pass into the kids that's why it's so powerful that everybody has a defined spleen a defined energy center that creates a fear we address it if we free a space from those fears we have more energy for the good part of the spleen to create and the spleen is your instinct instincts your basic survival nature right and there's a lot of good things that come from this clinic uh center for example it's where your intuition lies it's such a powerful tool some people they always will tell you tune into yourself and listen to yourself and listen to your intuition and the truth is that um, your intuition is different than your God, but your intuition is kind of like this voice that will only tell something once, will tell you go right, and it will come out of the blue. It doesn't have a logical explanation. It wouldn't uh, express anything on its own. It would just tell you just go left. I w it wouldn't hit again. It only hits once, never hits twice, and you don't know where it's coming from. That is your intuition, but not everybody has it defined. I don't have it. So every time somebody would tell you, just listen to your intuition, I would be like crickets in the background, right? Like, oh, excuse me. Sorry, but I don't have it defined. So the people that have it, they have an amazing ability to listen to themselves, listen to the body, listen to the voice that the universe wants to express to them and guide them through through their life. That's a beautiful, powerful thing to have. Problem that happens is that when you don't use it, it just becomes a very small muscle and it just starts getting quieter and quieter and quieter. So you need to strengthen it. Just like when you go to the gym and you strengthen your muscles, you need to strengthen this muscle of your spleen if you have the fine for it to keep um, sharing the things that you're meant here to, to help others to realize and to do as well. The issue that happens when you don't have the spleen defined, right? Is that you are picking onto somebody else's fears, especially if you grow with parents that have this defined and you don't, you're gonna feel them and amplify them. And you're gonna think that you have a fear of rejection or fear of judgment when actually it's not yours, it's your parents or it's your dad. If you don't help them to recognize that and process that you're going to pass that fear to your further generations if you marry somebody that has that defined you're going to help his fears to be passed on to your kids through conditioning i'm not saying that if you don't have um defined spleen then you cannot have any fears you will actually have them but what i'm saying is that all of those fears are not yours to heal 
you're not having these fears for you to heal them and learn from them and help other generations to free a space for the good parts of the spleen. You are here to recognize other people's fears so that you can help them, but not to create them. You cannot hold on to those fears or heal them because you don't have them in the first place. So you are feeling those fears to help other people heal them. I don't know if it makes sense for you, but... That's exactly how I got explain it to and my mentor explained it. And it was such a powerful, empowering thing for me to learn that I did not have fears like that. And if I ever experience any fear, it's because I'm picking it in somebody else. So I need to help them process that fear and overall just go with it so I can free myself from having to experience that. Right. So it's so powerful when we understand that, especially with anxiety growing such a big, big, big disease in our in our modern world we have to recognize anxiety depression and all the fears that come through it because it lives in the spleen and everybody that has an undefined spleen and lives in anxiety and depression the first thing they need to look at is who is giving them that anxiety and that depression if you do not have it defined you are living that way and in that reality because of conditioning of the world. So we have to do a lot of the conditioning, limiting beliefs, childhood trauma, childhood conditioning, because that's where it's lying at. If you do have it defined and you have anxiety or stress, we need to address where is it coming from? Is it like rejection or is it judgment? And how is that linked to other places in your charge? So to, you can actually start feeling um, better by knowing that it can be addressed. Something in your body that is actually helping you to pay attention to that fear. But if you say, no, I'm in control of these, I understand that you're trying to to help me survive, but I'm not in danger. This is not my life uh, threatening situation where I'm going to die and I'm never going to come back. No, this is not what it works. And another thing that I like to equate this, and this is where the energy gets more practical and gets more scientific, we'll call it from a modern uh, science way speaking, is that I know that your amygdala lives in your brain, right? But I like to equate it to this. The amygdala is a part in your brain that it's the survival, the instinct base right it's physically on your brain but it lives in the spleen when when it comes to energy so the amygdala has only two fears and all human beings are born with only two fears you can look it up you can study you can study your neuroscience your neurological programming your brain that's what you're gonna get at only two freaking basic fears the fear of gaining something that you're trying to avoid and the fear of losing something that you're desperately seeking being a prey by something that we're trying to avoid like being hunted and killed and eaten by a a wild animal and the fear of losing something that we're trying to seek like freedom of not being eaten or like losing the food that we've desperately worked so hard to achieve and hunt and then the prey is running away from us right so it's these two fears that we have but depending on our conditioning of the world depending on um, our defined energy centers and the way that our authority works our energy type uh, the way that we brought up their dna and all of these things that come to come in place into our conditioning those fears start to grow into other many uh, different fears so it's important for us to understand the first thing first that everything in your life is going to come to those basic fears so when you start peeling the onions so you start deconditioning those fears and i start asking the right questions to my clients and i start diving deeply 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 into okay so 
where is that coming from? Okay, so tell me more about that, how you felt like that, and when did that come from first, and where do you learn that from? And you get to all these two basic fears, and then you understand that that is your brain not wanting you to live a fulfilled life, not wanting you to live a um, uh, joyful life, and make your desires happen, and make you more aware of who you are, but it's just your brain trying to prevent you from dying because you're not having enough food, your starvation. But the reality is that our brain is not evolved as we have evolved now. The brain doesn't know, the amygdala, the spleen doesn't know that we're not at risk all the freaking time and we just live in a society where our karmic cycle now, it's all about processing our emotions, our fears and anxieties and helping us grow to the next level. This life that we live in is about processing all of that, about processing our emotions, our fears, our negative thoughts, our beliefs, all blah, 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 things um, that related to that. We just need to work on that. And if you don't have it defined, help other people to do so. Don't take your fears seriously because they're not yours. They're somebody else's and help other people to process them. So what I would say also is that if you're not able to do this exercise with your fears, right, you cannot just look back at your fears, even though I'm going to give you just a very quick exercise at the end of this episode so you can actually start doing that in your life. If you're not able to do it on your own, I would just start paying attention to the physical signs to show you that something is not right. So again, the spleen is linked to your instincts, the basic natural instincts um, that biologically as humans we have is linked to the ability to feel paralyzed, freeze, to fight, flight, freeze or feel. That's exactly the four F's um, psychology related to the way that we process our fears. Uh, Understand how it works, but then also understand that that's going to have an effect inevitably if it's not addressed too properly in your body. Your fears are here to teach you something and are here to show you something. I'm more like that group of people that feel like the fears um, are here to teach you something, but not as a friendly sort of way. It's more of like Pay attention to me because you need to heal me and or you need to help other people to heal that so then we can grow as a society and to a more developed human being that is aware of their fears in control of them instead of letting the fears overrun them. That's my take on fears. Knowing that these fears can also be um, shown onto a physical level because we're all body, mind and spirit. So it will show in different ways. Another way that you can start feeling these things is anxieties and depressions and anything that comes with it. So eating disorders, like I had that uh, growing up, all of that, when it goes to a very disease sort of energetical level, it goes to your mind and then your mind tells you that you're not okay, that you need to fight flight or freeze and uh, then it goes back to your physical level. So it's it's all of it, right? It's physical, energetical and the whole jazz. My really quick tip for you, right? Um, when it comes to process your fears and address them and be aware of them and all of these things, again, it comes super deep and it depends on how long you've been conditioned and you've been living with that fear. I, what I know is that it depends on the way that you see it. If you keep telling telling yourself that this has been here with me for 10 years, so it's going to take a long time for me to overcome. Well, I'm here to tell you that I have um, eating disorder for over six years and I made the switch one day. I decided this is enough. Enough is enough. I am not entertaining that idea any longer and it changed for me. So at the end of the day, it's not how long something is in you, but how much you want that to change. Thing that I always tell people um, when they come for me for a fear or I have fear of adjustment, anxieties, depression, all of that. Name the three best ones that you can't really like get wrap your head around them. You know that you they over control you, they're stressing you, and they like too much for you. So name these three big ones, right? 
and then imagine situations or try to remember do the exercise of going back to your life and remembering situations in your life where you actually felt that fear and you experienced that those fears in your life um, understand them and see what was your reaction towards them sometimes what I feel with anger problems and people that have like anger issues that are completely irrational or they look very irrational at first uh, for me it's a perfect example of how not pay enough attention to something and it becomes bigger right like the avalanche the snowball effect you say that you fear rejection right or you fear being alone the way that you process that or you express that is through anger so you remember that uh, you felt that the first time when you were a kid and you were seven years old or you were six years old and uh, and your parents were fighting and they were like they were getting divorced and the versus of divorce and then um you saw your parents which they didn't know how to process their emotions either and how to process their anger or how to process their fears, throwing things at each other. So that was the first imprint in your brain of how the anger is the solution for you to process the fear of being alone. So every time you feel being alone, now you're going to react out of anger and you're going to throw ballistic at yourself and other people because that's why your brain firstly imprinted in itself. So is it rational? No, but it's not about being rational about using our mind for everything, even though our society tells us that if everything should be logical, but hello, that's not how it really works down to our life. Otherwise, if that was the way that it works, people would not have anxiety, stress, uh, mental health issues, eating disorders, and people would not be committing suicide. And yet it's still the biggest and the greatest time in our life where these things are happening and stress and anxiety are the number one diseases in, uh, in the world. So maybe we stop, we need to stop paying so much attention to the way that we logically process information and when it comes to a disease that is coming from an energetic imbalance in the in our soul and is showing up in your body we need to start using a different technique that's what i'm here saying but for me when i say that to the clients and it's like okay so address that think where it comes from do the exercise of remembering when was the first time or not even the first time but like the last three times that that has come up and then i help them to see a pattern i help them to establish what has been showing up in their in these three, four, five, six events where this fear was present that looks exactly the same in all the circumstances because chances are and what tends to happen is that is something that triggers that looks exactly the same for all of the situations and because your body thinks that that's the way you have to address it because that's uh, what your subconscious mind imprinted when you were a kid that's the way that you react to it so the key to just change us is the first thing is to recognize it and the second thing is just being aware of hey i have the power to do so like i don't need to live by my seven-year-old six-year-old uh, subconscious mind anymore now i get to reaware that and now i get to change that so it can take as long as you want it to take that's what i've experienced it can take uh 10 years if you decide that that's so hard to change but if you decide that that's just as easy as saying tomorrow i am not available for that it can also take that time too so for me what i've done is especially for me for my life uh when i overcome my eating disorder and again i did not go to therapy for my eating disorder i know it's not amazing for you guys to hear and i'm not promoting that if you have an eating disorder don't go to therapy but i did go eventually for a few months for a different issue related and it didn't work for me it didn't work for me because it was just not addressing again my energy it was addressing the situation and it just wasn't working for me everything in your life has a hidden lesson i like to see see the world as huge playground where we our soul gets to live in a beautiful body and with a beautiful mind that help us deconstruct this hologram of energy that is the world into something that we get to play with so we have an amazing uh, tool 
which is the body, mind, and soul, to be able to experience all that. And then the world, which is very smart, uh, you can call it God, you can call it higher power, whatever it is your belief, right? The world is very smart and it's very efficient and it has something that he knows you can achieve and um, it's going to start throwing things at you so you can start playing with them and find your way, the best way for you to accomplish the mission that he had for you in the first place. Everything that I see in my life is either a blessing or a lesson. If it's a blessing, it's showing me, uh, okay, this may be the right path for me to go. And if then I get um, fear, if then I get a limited belief, or if then I get something that doesn't go my way and I get depressed or whatever it is, then it's a hidden lesson. It's okay. So that's how I need to reframe it. It's sometimes it's about, let me actually use that to share it with other people or to incorporate it in my life, build my integrity, build my life, build my story, and then grow from there yeah it's a very different approach to be like oh i know that i shouldn't be doing that let me just remove it and avoid it forever than actually saying okay this is not what is gonna serve me as a blessing but it's actually a blessing because i get to use it as a fuel to fill my soul to fill my energy to fill my body and to help other people's life and that's how people really recover from a lot of chronic diseases this is finding the hidden lesson that helps you be who you truly are and builds your story every single thing is about connecting the dots of your story of your story and helping your story to be heard and to help other people and yet again lastly i want to say that i know it's hard while you do it because when i was in the eating disorder when i was super rock bottom in um when i was in new york and i did not get my green card and i thought i was failing in life and now everything showed up for me at that time like when toxic relationships I didn't know where to go. Every single thing that I feared, boom, the universe threw at me so I could implement it, right? Like right now, I can see it super clearly that that was exactly what I had to go through. And that's exactly what I need to recognize for me to be here sharing this story with you. But at that time, it feels so deep. It feels so heavy. And what really helped me was to honestly two things the first thing i talked about in the last episode which was surrendering it was asking the universe guidance a path to follow asking okay i know what i need to do i know this is something that i need to learn but i can't see it right now i can turn into myself right now i can uh, see clearly right now so help me see clearly honestly do that exercise of surrendering your will understand that it's not your way or no way it's actually your way with the universe, God, um, the higher power, the higher energy, nature, way. So it's co-creation sort of life instead of my creation or no creation at all. We cre- we were created in the first place. Our soul was created with the reason in the first place. And we do have that reason. So that reason is us to create with others a different reason and create with God a different reason to existence. So ask surrender yourself if you think you surrender now surrender some more i learned that from gabby v honestly surrender that's what i really helped me a lot and that's how i manifest my little doggy um because then you will start seeing how the universe or god will start bringing things into your life that will help you see clearly and get out of the way maybe you've been from some people mentors curses opportunities into your life a dog or a friend or a partner or or your family or uh, financial abundance or something so big or something so small that is going to help you redirect your life towards where you actually need to go um the second thing that i would really encourage you to do in that moment when you feel like rock bottom is look at the horizon look at what really helps your your life to to be better like in any situation, I don't care how deep you are in the in the puzzle, you will still find something that makes you 
align with your soul and align with yourself and i'm not talking about drinking or about getting in toxic behaviors or anything of that just open the window go outside the the house look at nature find something within yourself that you still love and then look at the horizon this is the same if you have fear of flying which i have for so many years and i still like struggle with sometimes right i look at the horizon and i look at how much i love traveling and how much i love going to the destination and how much i love going to spend time with my boyfriend in a completely different city meet different people go to the beach or go to the mountains hike uh, experience different types of cuisines how much i experience the place once i get there and how short the trip of me overcoming that it is in reality like is it worth it for me to go through this 14-hour flight sometimes to when you go to asia for all the beautiful moments that are going to happen there over a week hell yeah for me it's always a hell yeah so that's what i go and do it i really remember that that's the right ultimate goal that i'm doing it for and and it's worth it all the way there and it's worth it same as your life it's worth to go through all these little setbacks so that you can redirect your life to the bigger why and the bigger reason and right now i'm just sharing this from a perspective where i was broke i had so much debt fifty thousand dollars debt had just broken up with my relationship i had very in disorder that it was like uh, following me for five six years i had no friendships much like i had really 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 good best friend that i was living with at that time but nothing much and i was attracting so much toxic relationships into my life i was spending so much more money of course that i had at the time i was um so miserable but at the same time on the outside it looked like i had it all and i was just pursuing an empty goal that i didn't know it was empty at that time but again i surrendered and i said i do not know where else to go i do not know what else to do so please help me please help me see and i open my eyes to see it and when you open your eyes and you awaken your soul this is what i call the awakening of choice you realize that you still have the power that you don't have all the power in the world because you are co-creator right you don't have all the freaking power you're not god but you are god itself as well so you have the power to co-create with him something beautiful and something so unique and so meaningful for you and for him and for everybody else around it that you have no comparison no competition no goal above it that you have to follow and that's when synchronicities start to happen and you open yourself to great great wonders and great greatness out there so that's what happened to me that's my story that's how i got here to london where i went back with my ex-boyfriend now we've been together for eight years i still have really good relationships i have my boundaries i have this amazing podcast and this amazing business that i'm starting and thriving for myself as well i meet incredible women all the time that i work with that support me and i get to support as well and overall my life is exactly in the direction where i wanted to go it doesn't mean that i don't have setbacks i don't have fears and i don't have limiting beliefs because again i always say that i'm forever learning and i'm forever teaching and that's what my goal and my soul came here to do but um, that is okay and knowing that you're always a work in progress and knowing that you're always a living creature that it's never the perfection ultimate end goal that god is itself but it's always always divinity and has divinity within them as well so that's for me the main key of knowing to recognize your fears limiting beliefs and integrate them in you as you go instead of just avoiding them or just letting them be because that's when th- things get actually very very dark because we don't 
recognize the full potential that we have as human beings. We are going to have these things into our life, but that is the beautiful thing of being alive. So thank you for listening. Again, you see that sometimes we get very emotional. Sometimes we get very deep. Sometimes we get very woo-woo. Sometimes we get very superficial. It depends on the day because it depends on how the energy flows around you in that day and how the energy flows around me when I speak my truth out there. So hope you enjoy this episode. Again, I know this might sound super woo-woo for some of you, depending on the stage that you're in into your life. Again, shoot me at DM. Always say it, always will. Shoot me at DM. I'm always open for you know, have a little chit chat, see where you're at and kind of help you to grow from there because that's what I went through and that's what I like to do. And if you really to take the actual deep dive into coaching one-on-one with me, mentoring, I still have two spots left. Okay, so have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening, babe. And see you all in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Maria Freile podcast, Secrets for a High Vibrational Lifestyle. Don't forget to share it with your friends and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts if you can. I'm looking forward to seeing you in our next episode together. On the meantime, if you're curious about more high vibe lifestyle tips with a super contemporary approach, please check out my social media accounts. I'm on a high vibe living on Instagram as Maria Freile Coach, and I'm also on Teachable if you're ready to take the big leap into your next level self. Thank you for listening, and see you very soon.